A gay and a non-gay. Two unlikely friends take on the world. Jair Bolsonaro has just been elected Brazil's new far-right president. Um, he's been called the Trump of the tropics. And his record on LGBT tolerance or intolerance is disgusting. In 2010, Dan, he told an interview, I would be incapable of loving a homosexual child. I'm not going to act like a hypocrite here. I'd rather have my son die in an accident than show up with some mustachioed guy. For me, he would have died. If your son starts acting a little gay, hit him with some leather and he'll change his behaviour. We're sending all of our gay and non-gay love to the people of Brazil. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. How are you after last week's episode? Horrific. I'm not great. Um, No, I'm okay, actually. I think I'm okay. That's good. Yeah, I'm okay. So that was at the point, I think, when I'd only just been honest with myself about having suicidal thoughts which I'm now just going to say, because I think it's important that we all talk about this. Last week, I think I referred to it as dark thoughts. And also, okay to call them that if you want to, but I'm just going to say suicidal because I want to own that. And I think it's really important that we're talking about things openly. And also from the messages I've received, which I'll get to in a second, I think it's just best for everyone that there's no grey area. After that conversation with Dan and speaking to friends and various other people, like my family, I decided that I would go to my GP, my doctor. So I went to my doctor and I I told him how I was feeling. And he referred me to a therapy within the NHS, like a six-week CBT program. Right. With a therapist that would try and help me rewire things in my brain because um, I'd just got so low. Um, And then, to be honest, that that first session, the second session, I was still pretty bad. And I think even lower than perhaps what went out in our episode. And I am now on antidepressants, um, which I'm taking. And I've only been on them like a week. And I don't, I'm not really feeling as such a difference. But I'm happy at least that I'm doing something about taking control of my headspace. So I just want everyone to know that I'm looking after myself and I'm trying to do the right thing for me and my friends and family and people around me and um yeah okay cool <laughs> can i go now <laughs> can i be dismissed please what do they like, i mean literally what do antidepressants do you know that's a really interesting question actually because my brother was not very understanding when i was whatsapping him about it he right. was like oh i wish the doctors wouldn't just hand out drugs willy-nilly and like happiness by drugs is not a solution which is actually a very uneducated thing for someone to say because that is not what's happening. And also, we all put shit things in our body all the time. So I do not understand why there's so much stigma around antidepressants. It's ridiculous. Like, okay, they're maybe powerful mind-controlling drugs, but are they compared to cocaine or ecstasy or MDMA or tobacco or alcohol? So I, I'm a bit confused why people have so much stigma about them. Well, I think it's fair to say in America, there is a problem with... America is heavily medicated because I think doctors do just prescribe pills for everything. So I think that is a problem. But in this particular instance, it feels like, well, if you had hay fever, you would you would take a hay fever tablet. So, Or if you had cancer, you would take the, you know, the cancer treatments... I think, though, where some people can come at it is that they're thinking, well, you're 
you're being lazy like you're not yeah you're not thinking you're not sorting yourself out like you know watch a, watch a comedy go to the gym like sort your life out yeah. stop being stop being depressed or sad and and you get a lot of that don't you like a, there's a lack of understanding around yeah mental health issues i think um and i guess that's another that's another place it comes from. Yeah. Um, but for me, I know that I'm quite a strong person. I'm very determined and very ambitious. And to get to a point where I feel like I can't enjoy anything, literally anything, there is nothing like at all right now that I particularly enjoy. And I don't want to get out of bed and I don't want to meet new people or have conversations or do prep for this podcast. Or I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to open posts. I don't want to have a meeting. I don't, I don't want to do anything <laughs> and and to get to that point but then luckily i think of my mum and how that would feel on her and i think of you and I, I mean i don't know why i said you i probably didn't think of you at the time but i do think of like everyone around me and i'm like no that's not acceptable you thought about simon's beard yeah i thought about spaffing in simon's beard no dan i didn't anyway so i i don't accept it i don't accept it well no you shouldn't have to should you and i'm not giving up that opinion is very unwoke for want of a better word, isn't it? What? That idea of like, oh, why don't you just do this? Why don't you just do that? I don't know. I've never had depression. And part of me, and I know this is, sometimes when I see people who are depressed, like part of me thinks, if you just did some exercise, you'd feel a lot better. But I I know that that's not how it works, right? So I don't, I know that's a wrong thing to think because I know it's not like that. I know that if you can't get out of bed, then you can't. I'm surprised to hear that. How do you know that? Because I, I, well, um, because I've read about it and right. You know. I mean, literally, my mum this week was like, "Why don't you watch a comedy?" <laughs> yeah, and I laughed at her. I was like, "Mum, that's really not how it works." But like, it's cute because it's my mum and she's trying to help. But yeah, it is not helpful. What I do know is everybody feels better after the done exercise. I know that. However, True. what I also know is if it's completely impossible for you to get out of bed and do it, that's not going to help. No, because you just it's self fulfilling. Yeah. If someone says that to you, and I know this from trying, and I got to the gym and would do like 10 minutes and just be done, like so exhausted. And then I feel even worse because I, I'm like a failure at that. Right, yeah. So it is self-fulfilling. Like I'm like, oh, everyone else around me is so hot, and I'm not. And I'm looking in the mirror, and I'm seeing something that isn't true. I'm seeing someone really ugly and like you should go to invisible. A you, should go, <laughs> you should go to a different gym. Yeah. We should go to like a budget gym and you'd you'd feel the opposite. Right, because I suppose the gym I'm in is probably not. Yeah. It's like influencers and yeah. artistic hot people, models. Yeah, it does. It, it, but when I'm there, it's quiet. But I know I understand what you're saying. Even if I'm on my own, I, I feel like that. Yeah. Anyway, you shouldn't look at other people to make yourself feel better, <laughs> which is what you're suggesting. I wasn't That's actually. Not I wasn't yeah, you were. You were like, you should go somewhere where there's really unattractive people that don't have any money, so you feel better about your life. That's what you were saying. That's really wrong. That's very unwoke to use your. <laughs> I was joking. Very unwoke word. I was joking. You weren't joking. <laughs> I guess I'm lucky if I'm at the gym. I don't involve myself in what other people are doing because it's literally it doesn't even. Occur yeah, because you aren't a gay person that is seeking validation from every single corner of your life. Well, yeah, I guess. I guess. And you're not. also not an on-air talent. I guess in in your in your world I don't think you think of yourself as well I'm half of the biggest LGBT podcast in the UK <laughs> James thank you for knowing that and owning that Dan I really appreciate that um, that makes me love you a lot are you worrying about your Instagram followers or how many Twitter followers you have are you thinking about things like that uh, not in the way that you're no right getting at no yeah 
so you're not trying to be funny and have people laugh at you. You're not trying to. You're not. Well, I'm just naturally funny, and people naturally laugh at me, so I don't need to try. <laughs> Shade. Do you know what's really upsetting me at the minute? And it's not specifically about this guy. It's just about all guys. And I am like hands up, not very well, but I. I'm getting so exhausted by blue ticks and Instagram active statuses and lack of replies from people, and it's driving me mad. Like, I just sent a guy a message that's quite important, and he hasn't clicked on it, so it's not gone blue, yet his Instagram was active like three minutes ago, and he's had my message sitting on his phone for three or four hours. On his Instagram? No, on his WhatsApp, but his Instagram is online, and they're both on the same phone, so what the fuck? Well, he could be on one and not on the other. Why would you not open WhatsApp if you're on Instagram? I honestly don't see what the connection is. Well, you'd get a notification on your phone, wouldn't you, saying message from James? Not if you got it turned off. Yeah, but he hasn't. I mean, I know, I agree that he probably hasn't. So I know you're giving him the benefit of the doubt, but like, let's just be real for a second. That is affecting my mental health so badly. But you must do that. In fact, you do do this where you get a message from me or whoever and you're like, I'm in another zone, so I can't be dealing with this. And we all do that. I just need validation and I need to feel like a priority and I want to be important to someone. And then so if I detect any kind of moment of slight unimportant, like, you know, like they're busy with their life and they're not responding to me, that really upsets me way more than it probably should do. What you should do (laughs) is move to a different time zone or start seeing people in different time zones. Yeah, I tried that, Dan. Because then you'll... (laughs) Well, try it again. The last time I tried that, you edited out my meltdown from the the podcast because you were like, this is too much. (laughs) This is way too confusing. Um, But that worked. Because when I'm in Seattle and I'm firing off messages, I'm not expecting anybody to ever reply because it's like eight hours out. I do agree. And And then when I wake up, if they've replied, cool. If they haven't, then they won't. And that's that. And they move on. Yeah. Not that I'm messaging blokes. Your advice is always so poor. Like last week you were like, why don't you just move to Carlisle if you can't find a relationship in London? And now you're like, why don't you move to a different time zone? <laughs> great. Well, we have a lot of listeners in different time zones. So um, That's a great bit of advice. What's the? No, it's not. It's yeah, not it practical. Yeah, it is really practical. Is it? Are yeah. you enjoying being in a long distance relationship with, yeah. a, with having your girlfriend on a different time zone? How's that going? Uh, yeah, good. It's been a year now. Never difficult? Sometimes it's difficult, but... Right. But life is difficult. Do you well, know there you go. So not-, not a good plan. Anyway, that's my idea. Do what you want with it. <laughs> Where are we? I'm anno- I feel like I'm being ghosted and I don't like it. It's upsetting and I just don't know what to do about it because I'm, I don't know if I actually am or not. Like, what's the cutoff of ghosting? When are you ghosted? I don't know. Nobody's ever done that to me. I predate this. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You had mobile phones. You just probably didn't call it ghosting. Wow, actually, that's a good point. So, like, old school, like, Nokia 3310 days. Right. I would probably just assume that whoever I was texting was going to lose interest anyway. So when they didn't do that, that was a plus rather than the other way around. Do you know what I mean? Right. But it's not comparing like for like because we're talking about, like, pre-smartphones and stuff. So there'd be less distractions and people were less busy. So 24 hours then... 24 hours in 2003 was a lot longer than 24 hours now, put it that way. Right, so what are you saying? So I'm saying if I got mugged off for like 24 hours then... That, right, I okay, guess so you think it's 24 hours? In 2003's money, so now I probably... Yeah, I'd say it's about three no, hours. No, no, I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying like 72 hours. What? Until so you're ghosted? Oh my God, no, I'm three hours. If you don't reply within three hours, I feel like you're ghosting That's me. That's ridiculous. Why? Is, no, it's not. It's how I feel. So no, nobody's allowed undermine to Undermine my feelings. Nobody's allowed to go to, the, to see a film. 
That's only two and a half hours max. Titanic's three hours. Okay, sure, but like... Nobody's allowed to see Titanic or go and see Bruce Springsteen. No, but it's different because I'd know. But like, I mean, I don't know, Dan. But you wouldn't know necessarily. Like, okay, whatever. Like, I am not okay right now and I need, I need some... Is no one allowed to have a nap? <sighs> not if they're online on Instagram. No. Because they're not having a nap, are they? But sure, if they're having a nap, that's fine. But... You know, if they're online, if they're active on Instagram, I put a curse on the internet for for doing this to me. But you know, if Instagram is active three minutes ago and right. it tells you that, yeah, then I haven't had a blue tick or a reply in WhatsApp. That triggers me and sends me crazy, and I just go in a loop and I'm like overthinking what I've written. Why can't you just fire off a message and then turn your phone off and do something else? I try that, but Why then... Why you go to the cinema or see Bruce Springsteen? I try that, but then when I turn my phone back on and I still don't have a message, I feel even more unhappy. But actually, yesterday I had a whole day. I didn't. I turned my phone off at midnight and I set myself a time and I was like, I'm not turning it back on until 4pm. And I had the best day I've had in so long. And it was great. I still use my MacBook, but I didn't use my, I don't have WhatsApp or anything on there. So I was like basically out of communication with the world and it was, it was really great. So you must, you must have ghosted people. I think I've only done that once. I was at a point this week where I felt like I was going to ghost someone, but then decided that that wasn't, that wasn't correct behavior. I don't think I recommend that. There was a guy I dated a while ago who was very flaky about commitment. Right. (laughs) <laughs> this is such a theme, isn't it? And uh, he broke up with me and then got back with me. And there was a lot of confusion between us. And it was quite messy. And in the end, I decided there was only one way out of it. So I just blocked him on everything. And I guess that's me ghosting him. Yeah. And I bumped into him at a wedding this summer. And I explained, like, I'm really sorry that I did that to you. I couldn't deal with it anymore. Yeah. And it was the only way I felt out of it to like control myself and my head but I do wish I'd told him I was going to do it I think it would have been better and more respectful to message him first to say here's where I'm at I'm afraid I'm going to block you but at some point I hope we can resume communication okay so I have ghosted yeah and I think it was wrong because there wasn't a day that went by where I didn't think about it for like six months and it was horrible have you have you ghosted before I don't think so, because I, do, I think it's just a bit rude, isn't it? And also, like, I want to be able to take the moral high ground, and you can't if that's what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Having said that, if I'm just chatting to platonically to someone online or whatever, and I get the sense that they think that it's leading somewhere else, I might just stop talking to them, because it's just, it's just easier, isn't it? Right, okay, so rather than having to say, I'm not interested, yeah. you'd, you'd ghost them. Yeah, or yeah, or just like I don't, I mean, wind down the conversation. So you have ghosted then. So I guess in that in that respect, you're in a relationship though. So does that entitle you to ghost someone? Yeah, you think it does? I don't think it does. In this specific situation, what you've got to do is just shut the thing down, right? By whatever means necessary. Okay, but like, so you would just ghost them. So uh, give just, me, yeah, give me an example. So if someone, so someone was trying on with you, and they didn't know you had a girlfriend. Has this happened? Well, I don't know. It depends how you interpret things. Right. But I, it did happen with someone, and I was like, I think this person is... Hitting on you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, on DM or something. I don't know. That That's possibly a bit unfair to assume that. But 
<laughs> I've been around the block enough times. Okay. So I thought this is probably potentially me being misleading, especially when you have a government in another country, people might make their own conclusions about what you're doing or what you're not doing, right? Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think I did just like, rather than just go on endlessly back and forth having a conversation about nothing, I just thought I was, I was just going to stop replying and then that's just easier. Because otherwise, it's either that or have a conversation where you're like, by the way, I've got like I've got a girlfriend. And, and then th- what that person then does is like, they're like, oh, like, what are you on about? Blah, 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 blah. You could have just been like, oh, my girlfriend, lol. Or like, oh, yeah, I'm no, I do, my- I do do that. Because then that's not ghosting or turning someone down. Yeah, I do. I do do that. Like, I do that within like minutes of meeting anyone. Right. OK, way. got just, it. Just to like get it out of the way. But that's a much more subtle way. Yeah, but of- sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you've got a. Right, so you were just ghost. I think it's okay for you to just message someone and say, I've had guys message me actually saying this, and and it does make me feel uncomfortable, but it, in like an awkward way rather than why is he ignoring me way, which is worse. Like I prefer the awkward conversation to feeling rejected. So right. I've had guys say to me, just so you know, I've got a boyfriend now. In fact, it happened the other week because I suggested meeting up with a guy for a coffee, and literally a coffee, and I just said, oh, by the way, I'm in New York. It'd be cool to catch up. And I de- definitely didn't mean it in a sex way. Right. You don't believe me, do you? I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I didn't. Know. I didn't. And I'll get to why in a minute. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he messaged me back immediately saying, hey, I'm dating someone now, so best to not meet up. But welcome back. And then we continued chatting a little bit. And I thought that was actually really nice and quite respectful to yeah. his boyfriend. Yeah. Because although I wasn't suggesting we hook up and I genuinely was just being friendly... It was easier that he just said straight off the bat, these are the boundaries I'm now putting on this this relationship with with me. And I think that's a good thing. So I don't think it's bad to necessarily say to someone, like, if you think they're hitting on you or whatever. If, for example, someone was like, oh, my God, we should get a coffee with a smiley face or a winky face or an angel emoji. That's quite flirty, isn't it? To you? I did about the smiley face, but yeah, the other two potentially. Okay, yeah. then you could just hit back the same thing and say, that would be really cool. Just so you know, I do have a girlfriend, so... I'm hoping we're friends. Yeah, I probably wouldn't say it like that. But I might say, come up with an elaborate story that's something along the lines of, oh, I've got to speak to my girlfriend at this time, blah, 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 which gets across that you've got a girlfriend, but isn't doing what you've just said, which takes it, the conversation to a whole nother level that might it might not actually... I guess so, but you know, if you did that to me, I'd just eye roll and think that was really lame. <laughs> I just think... Well... I'd think, okay, thanks, I got the message. And then I probably would ghost you. Because I think you actually didn't want to meet me. I think I've ghosted a lot of guys on dating apps. Right. I don't take dating apps seriously. I'm not on them anymore. I'm not currently on them. But when I was, if I matched with someone, I went from being like super crazy and going, oh my God, we're going to get married, to I have no idea who this person is. I don't owe them anything. So I'm just not going to care. Yeah. And so I would end up getting into a situation where I just wouldn't be replying to guys and I wasn't taking it seriously anymore, which is sort of what led me to come off of it. And I've had loads of guys do that to me. Like, I'll message them and they'll just not reply, even though we've matched. So I think dating app ghosting, I think there's different rules. So I met with my friend yesterday who is a girl, and uh, we were talking about this kind of thing, and she just got her phone out, and she was like, this is like the state of the world, basically. Right. It's just loads and loads and loads of conversations that just end. On dating apps? Yeah. Right. I don't know from any first-hand experience, but that seems to be like the way of how things are, aren't they? Yeah. Which is pretty sad, I guess. But if everyone's got too much choice and too many options and whatever, then that's what's going to happen, isn't it? I think so. 
Well, happy Halloween to all the ghosts. Side eye. It's very easy, isn't it, to stand up and go, oh my God, a guy's ghosted me. And I do this all the time. I'm always the victim. But actually, I've done it too. Even though I want it to be something serious, I guess I just assume... I'm talking about apps, like real life situations are different, but I always just assume it doesn't matter because like, it's just, you know... Yeah, it's devalued. Like It's completely devalued, yeah. There's no human connection through a phone. So yeah. you just sort of don't care about that other person. Yeah. I think. I mean, this is me. I don't know if it's everyone, but it's bad. Anyway. There's a guy filming us, by the way, whilst we were recording. For, he's doing a documentary and he's, we haven't, he's just sat outside. Yeah, he's not allowed in the room he's yet. He's not allowed in the room yet. Because <laughs> I needed to have a conversation with Dan <laughs> right. that was more private. Right. He's going to be like, God, I wish I'd never sign up for this. And I feel bad, but it's a very Blair Witch situation because he's just like in the corner outside. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to look at us. Let's just end this episode by saying thank you to everyone that reached out to me after last week's episode because I had a lot of messages in my inbox from listeners to the podcast who are also going through similar things. Yeah. And that that was very helpful actually, knowing that I am not the only one that has had thoughts like this. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you to everyone that reached out and let me know. <sighs> it was a little overwhelming. Yeah. In a way. And it made me very sad for all of us that we're so hidden from our mental health. Right. You know, that we don't talk about it so openly. There was a lot and I just I just want to say thank you. Find us on your socials at gay non gay. Listen at gaynongay.com or just search non gay at your fave pod app.